Devotional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 179, and welcome back to the French Porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. It's a beautiful night, little wind, huge sky, big stars. I love it. You know, I, I'm kind of a morning person, so I spend a lot more time out here in the mornings, but lately I've been coming out at night, and I'm telling you, just the vastness of the sky and the stars, like it makes me just jump into the mystery. Like it's so massive. Like when you think about the universe, just massive. And then it makes me pause and think of the God of the universe and that he's present here with me, and he loves me. But he is far beyond my wildest, uh, anything I can imagine. My mind is so limited to what I can understand. I mean, if I can't understand the galaxy, right, how am I going to try to comprehend God, the God of the universe? That, you know, that again, I keep going back to this uh, thing with Paul, where Paul, like, he's like, Going, who can understand the mind of God? Who can comprehend his ways? And, and it's night like, nights like this where I, I sit out here and I'm just like, yeah, get that. Like, wow, massive. But yet also in those moments, uh, there's just this very, I just feel grateful. Because if I'm not careful, I just caught, get caught up into the vastness and I neglect the personal. Like that he's not just far away. He's here, right here with me. And he loves me and he cares for me and he comforts me. And it's so personal. It's so real. And so I get to live in the tension of these two realities, like just the vastness of who he is and then also how personal and near he is. And uh, so often we want it to be one or the other, but he's like, nah, I'm not gonna make that easy for you. Uh, I'm all of it. And uh, that, that strangely, and maybe it, that's hard for you, but strangely for me, that brings me a lot of comfort because I don't wanna fully understand every single part of God because maybe that makes me God, right? I want the mystery. I want to jump into that. That makes me lean in, want to worship, want to learn, want to grow. And so that's what I'm doing out here most mornings and sometimes here at night, just sitting back and just kind of working through that, processing through that. So I hope you've been able to make some space to be able to do that uh, today, wherever you are, or maybe just plan on it. Um, If you're in the morning, maybe go like, hey, you know what, in the afternoon or at night, I'm going to make sure I plan some time to just sit and be in awe of how great and vast the God of the universe is, but yet how near he is to me. Uh, Thank you for those of you who continue to listen. I got a text this week from somebody who said he listens to every episode, and uh, I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Uh, And also for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Thank you, thank you for your support. I really do appreciate it. All right, continuing in Colossians 3, verses 3 and 4. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So I'll read that again. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ is your life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. 
Um, most of you know that I love to surf. Like if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that surfing is, I, I absolutely love it. Honestly, it's one of the more difficult things about being here in Arizona is that I'm not near the ocean. I mean, Cooper and I would go to the ocean every single weekend and surf. And it was a place I really felt like I met God out there. And, uh, but you know, you get better and better the longer you surf. More and more reps, more and more time in the water. You get more comfortable. You're not as freaked out. Uh, but I went to this uh, surf spot. It's known to be a little little bigger. Uh, but I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. So <clears throat> I get out there and it's a big set it's 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 i mean for for me this is big but it was probably seven anywhere between seven and ten feet huge for me and so i paddle out and i can feel myself going oh man this is sketchy this is pretty sketchy so i get out there and i'm watching all these guys rip on these waves i'm like wow it's so cool so i think you know what i'm gonna go for it like it's time to i'm kind of one of these people like you know what just go for it just do it just get it out go for it so I paddle in, I go on my board, and this thing drops me. This wave just drops me. But when it drops me, it drops me, and the wave just lands right on my head. So what that happens, what it does is it pushes you all the way down. So you're not just kind of going out of the water and popping back up. It's pushing me all the way down. So it's holding me down. I, I, I go to paddle up in another wave, boom, right on top. So I'm under the water, and you're supposed to stay completely calm. Like, don't freak out. Don't allow your mind to kind of calm down. And I feel, I mean, I, I literally feel the panic start setting in because I'm losing air. And I start going like, I've got to get to the top. So I'm trying to orient myself because I'm kind of loose now and I've been tossed around by the wave. It's been flopping me over and over and over. And I got to orient myself to where I am. And so I start paddling to the top. And I can feel inside of me this like, I need air very soon or it's going to be bad so i finally paddle 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 get up to the top (gasps) big breath of air and uh at that point pulled my board a wave kind of crashed behind me and it pushed me and so i like shot out of the whitewash and it, it shoots me towards uh shore so i finally get to shore and i sit on shore and i'm like whoa that was that was scary and and i took a minute before i went back in the water And I realized how important air is, right? Air is life. Air is life. And under the water, there's nothing you can do. It doesn't matter how powerful you are. It doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account. Without air, you die. And what I love Colossians, Colossians 3, Colossians on the whole, all of Scripture, but Colossians 3 is inviting us in, right? There's so much more in Colossians 3. So I would say to you, just continue to read on. But for now, like what we're learning is that is where our, our identity is found. Like if you, if you're looking in verse one, like one is trying to go, it's in Christ. It's in Christ. You know, Paul, Pastor Paul has also challenged us to, to keep our thoughts focused on our future, right? We're focusing on our future and our future residence, which impacts our daily lives. So it's not about, listen, heaven's this thing that's way out there. No, heaven invades today. It impacts today. You know, and if we're always thinking about the things of earth, right, Paul's going to help us come and understand that we're going to miss out on the opportunity of experience heaven, experiencing heaven here on earth. So he's challenging us on these things who we are in Christ, and what it means to fix our minds, not on the things of the earth, but the the things of heaven. Now, there is, as we transition into this passage, 
uh, there is a line in this passage that I, I really want to lock in on. And, and, and as I was working through it, it feels like a lot of repetition, which is what he's doing in this passage. Repetition, repetition, repetition. But then he comes to this line and he says, Christ, who is your life? Christ, who is your life? <laughs> I think uh, I think I could just stop there. And it would be enough for this podcast. If you could just take those words and just lock into them. Christ is your life. And if we actually leaned into this statement that Paul has just made and became all about it, it would shift everything in our lives. I mean, think about it. Think about how many, you know... Think about how many other things are life to us. So the contrast, right? Christ is life. This is what Paul is handing out to us. This is what he's saying. You need to think about this. But as I'm thinking about this, like think how many other things we say are life to us, right? Like my family is my life. My wife is my life. My kids are my life. They're my life, right? My job is my life. Oh, my job is my life. It's like my life. I'm like always there. I'm always about it. My wealth is my life. Acquiring wealth, 401k, right? Where it's about, that's about my life. And you could add whatever you want to add in there. My car is my life. I don't know. My dog is my life. And add all those things in there. And none of those things will actually bring you life. Real life. Christ's life. Right? And they're not bad things. They're just not Jesus. Paul has come to a place where Christ is his life. And therefore, it doesn't matter if he's in prison or in prosperity, right? Because they don't define him. Christ does. Because Christ defines him, the things of the world seem to fade away. And what if we... I mean, what if we started to evaluate living, right, here in this world by being alive in Christ? What if that was the metrics? That, what if that's what we, we, we really started saying as it relates to being alive in this life, is being alive in Christ? You know, as I started reflecting on that, I started realizing, like, the sad truth is that we have become consumers of the cross, so I'm like, why does that not happen? Why is this such a struggle for us? And I think it's because we become a consumer of the cross. At, you know, at, at one point, maybe you sense the, the conviction that you were, you were dead in your sin. Like you felt that, right? Do you remember? Do you remember feeling that way? Do you remember like resonating with what Paul had said? like the wages of sin is death like you felt that you're like wow i i feel that i see that and i believe if we do if we remember that or if we just on a daily basis realize that it will help trigger something inside of us to abide in christ because christ is life you know in uh, john 15 John 15 is going to be one of these passages like keep going back to, keep going back to over and over and over. You know, Jesus is giving us a hint to life and life to the full, 
right? It's abiding love, which is attracted to and connected to Christ the vine. This is what Jesus is inviting us into. He's going, no, 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 it's so much more than following. This is abiding. This is consummation. This is connection. This is life. If you're not connected to the vine, you're dead. You, you wither. You get cut off. You, it doesn't matter. And this is what I love. I, I, I love it so much. If Christ is life and we live in him every day, then entering heaven, right, will not be this strange, far-off thing, but rather a reality that we get to live here on earth and we get to finalize it in heaven in eternity. This is what Paul's inviting us into that second part of that passage. This is what it looks like. This is what abiding love, abiding life looks like. This is what it means to actually understand that Christ is life. And that we could draw so near to him and his presence that heaven isn't this faraway thing. It's right now. And so the idea of heaven, again, is not some faraway thing. It's something that we can experience right now. Right? And that's where we go like, amen. Praise be to God. We don't have to wait for heaven. And Jesus the King is here. And he is life. And this way of living starts very, very practically. If Christ is life, we don't just think about him for 10 minutes a day. Look, I did my time. I thought about him. I tossed up a prayer, right? We don't just worship him on Sundays. We don't just pray at meals to him. If he is life, then I live my life with him in all the areas of my life. And I, I want to invite you into this way of thinking. You know, see how it changes you. See how it impacts the way you view everything. That Christ is life. Right? And if Christ is life, then life is only lived when we are in Christ. So the question is this. What are you trying to find what are you trying to find in life that only can be found in Christ? What are you trying to what are you trying to fill that with other than Christ? Really allow yourself to be convicted by that. Really start to think through that. Father God, thank you for your son Jesus. Jesus, you are life. And you are the reason why we can have life and life to the full. Spirit, help us understand that and lead us to into the way everlasting. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe